My birthday is March 8th, International Women's Day. It's an appropriate birthday for me, don't you think? Well, what you might not know is that my original due date, the day that I was supposed to be born on, was February 14th. Ugh. It was like even in utero, I was like, no fucking way, Valentine's Day. That shit ain't happening. Welcome to episode 79 of This Shit Works. I'm your host, Julie Brown, and today I am discussing why I personally boycott Valentine's Day. Because I think it sucks. This episode is sponsored by Nickerson, a full-service branding, marketing, PR and communications agency with team members in Boston, Los Angeles, Miami, and New York City. Visit them at nickersoncos.com. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. Now, before you get all huffy-puffy about why I don't celebrate or even like Valentine's Day, do you actually know anything about St. Valentine, for which the day is named? According to History.com, the saint we celebrate on Valentine's Day is known officially as St. Valentine of Rome. In order to differentiate him from the dozen or so other Valentines that made it on the list. You see, apparently, Valentinus was a very popular moniker between the 2nd and 8th centuries A.D. The most popular and officially recognized story by the Roman Catholic Church is that St. Valentine is known to be a real person who died around A.D. 270. However, his true identity was questioned as early as A.D. 496, and one account from the 1400s describes Valentine as a temple priest who was beheaded near Rome by the Emperor Claudius II for helping Christian couples wed. Even though this has never been proven and could quite literally be a work of fiction, this story, this particular story, is why he has been named the patron saint of love. What the old hand-me-down stories usually leave out of this tale is that St. Valentine is also the patron saint of beekeeping, fainting, and the plague. Love and beekeeping? Great. Fainting and the plague? Not so great. Now, if you know me, you know I'm not a mushy, emotional person. But that does not mean that I do not love love. I do. And I love acts of love. But what I don't like is artificial, media, and advertising-induced pressures to make a big display of your love. Display of which is not even for the other person. It's to fulfill some bullshit idea of what love is supposed to look like. That's not romantic. That's the opposite of romantic. Because of the hoopla that surrounds Valentine's Day, it becomes easy to judge our partner's level of affection for us based on what kind of display he or she puts on for us on that one very overhyped and commercialized day. I prefer to see romance in the small, everyday acts of love that happen all year round. You want to know what I find romantic? When Chris cleans my car off for me before work when it snows so that I don't have to get cold and wet before work. Or when he knows that I've been grocery shopping and hears my car in the driveway and comes out and grabs the groceries so I don't have to carry them inside. Or when he builds raised planter beds in the garden so that the rabbits can't reach my vegetable plants 
fucking rabbits. I will Elmer Fudd your fucking ass. Mm, moving on. Love is when you have a hard day and all you need is someone listen to you without judgment or opinion. I mentioned in a previous episode that Chris and I met in January. Our first date was February 2nd. We liked each other, obviously, so there was clearly going to be a second date. And that date was going to fall precariously close to Valentine's Day. So I let Chris know that if he pulled any Valentine's Day bullshit on our second date, or on the actual Valentine's Day itself right after, that indeed, there will be no third date. He didn't know what to make of this. His response was, are you fucking with me? Is this some sort of test? No, I'm not fucking with you, I said. And maybe this is some sort of test to see if you'll actually listen to me. But I don't think so. I just don't want any of that Valentine's Day malarkey. Is that okay? He was not only confused, he was petrified. Petrified that I wasn't being serious. And this was really some sort of stupid test about, like, what he was going to do on Valentine's Day. I mean, he had only known me for less than two weeks at the time. He hadn't yet learned how matter-of-fact I am. (laughs) and how I very, very rarely fuck with people. But what he did soon learn is that one of my favorite days of the year is February 15th, when all the Valentine's Day candy is 75% off. And if he wanted to go and get a huge-ass haul of 75% off chocolate and candy, that, that is something I could get behind. Listen, I'm not judging you if you like and look forward to Valentine's Day. I have friends who thoroughly enjoy celebrating it. You know who you are right now listening to this episode in your car. Studies show that there is some serious polarization around Valentine's Day. Almost half of Americans describe Valentine's Day as overrated, according to a 2017 survey. Still, another 43% called it romantic. LifeScience.com explains three reasons why people like me and almost half of Americans don't particularly care for Valentine's Day. They are. One, we are rebels. Yes, you heard that right. In marketing, there's a notion called resistance theory. Basically, if people feel like they're being asked to comply with a prescribed prepackaged behavior, they're unlikely to do so. Two, you're not comfortable with relationships. A 2014 study surveyed coupled-up individuals about how Valentine's Day impacted their assessments of their own relationships. The researchers focused on a concept called attachment, which is rooted in research on parent-child interactions. Attachment avoidance turned out to be key for how people experience their relationship in context to Valentine's Day. I don't know if I'm reading too much into this, but it's looking like I can blame my absentee father for my Valentine's Day avoidance. And three, you're being a little melodramatic right now. A 2010 study of emotional anticipation asked participants to report how they were likely to feel about Valentine's Day in mid-January. On February 16th, the same participants were again asked about Valentine's Day, this time reporting how they actually felt about the holiday. Across the board, participants overestimated how intensely they'd feel about the holiday. Daters believed they'd feel more positive about Valentine's Day than they actually did. Non-daters thought they'd feel more negative. In fact, after the day passed, it turned out that both daters and singles felt about the same on Valentine's Day. So, like everything else, Valentine's Day shall pass. You choose to celebrate it 
or not celebrate it. It's up to you. There is no right or wrong answer. For the cocktail of the week, I headed to the Google machine to look up anti-Valentine's Day cocktails, and the internet did not disappoint. There were a ton of them. I picked one because I like the name, and I had the ingredients on hand. It's called Cupid's Miss. Here's what you're going to need. Five ounces of sparkling wine, a half an ounce of Chambord, and a half an ounce of Grand Marnier. What you're going to do is you're going to take a champagne flute and you're just going to combine all of the ingredients into the champagne flute and you're going to garnish it with blackberries and an orange peel. All right, friends, that's it for this week. Let me know what side of the debate you stand on. Are you with the 50% of Americans that do not like Valentine's Day? Or are you with the 43% that still think it's romantic? If you like what you heard today, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. Also, please remember to share the podcast with your friends to help it reach a larger audience. Until next week. Cheers. (laughs) 